Hello, hello, and welcome to the Canadian Fishing Podcast. What do we do on the what do we do on the Canadian Fishing Podcast? Well, pretty much the same thing as before, except hopefully people can find us a little bit better now. And I think we're just gonna talk about fishing a little bit more and a little less business. When we started this, you were kind of the brainchild of this. I was not entirely enthused about it to begin with. Maybe, possibly, but... Well, that's the feedback that you received from other people. Yes, I was apparently not, what, boisterous enough, not excitable enough i don't know well so like you're not you're not a boisterous person that is not a a description that i would is boisterous even a word is it are we using it totally a word are we using it in the correct context yes i think so but your your enthusiasm was a little dulled and um you know we had to do a little bit of learning in terms of catching you at the right times because you don't like mornings don't like mornings at all no and but i guess just circling back a little bit the reason that i roped you into the podcast is because you're a big podcaster we've talked about this before yeah in some of our episodes but for all you newbies out there um and i was looking for a way that we could put our faces out there a little bit more kind of put our voices our voices voices and faces i mean we use little clips here and there for yeah. for social media but Put our our personalities out there a little bit more. And uh, also, we don't do a lot of fishing. So we thought it would be great to bring on guests and people who do. Um, And that's kind of just how we ran with it. Well, I I had a little bit different. So see, this is why we're doing a rebrand is because we have, maybe we're getting a little more focused in the rebrand. Okay, you tell. Go on. Well, I wanted to learn a little bit more about or help our listeners learn a little bit more about the business of fishing as well. Like, you know, what does a sales rep do and how does a distributor work and retailer? And I don't know, we did get some really good positive feedback about that, but there's only so much digging you can do there um, before you run out of, you know, people to talk about in terms of the business side of things. We still can do that, and I still want to do that for certain aspects, but we can just broaden the horizon a little bit more because we're trying not to make this a Len Thompson podcast or Northern King podcast because it, that's that's just not it's just not what we're interested in. We're interested in learning more about fishing, the fishing industry, and but we are pan Canadian, and lots of our guests were maybe more focused on the prairie. So I want to learn more about you know, the fishery in Ontario and lots of our listeners might want to learn about the fishery in Ontario. So we should bring in some guys that fish in Ontario and, as Casting guests. A and wider net. A wider net. Yeah. Or let's talk to a tuna fisherman. Like, Do we like, know a tuna fisherman? No, but we can try to find one. Right? Nothing stopping us now. Or we can talk about, you know, West Coast salmon fishery a little bit better and uh i you know those types of things that that's kind of what we're going with with the rebrand having said that we have got good feedback on the length of the podcast and the right? format and the format people so, like the format. Like rapid people fire like is here to stay i love rapid fire yeah rapid fire is good 
Um, yeah, some people like the joke. I think the joke's kind of that's just you being you. What's that supposed to mean? Well, you're you're quirky. You're themey. You're yeah. I don't know. A little bit of our mother and me. Sure. I but yeah, I'm yeah, I I'm excited about the rebrand. Um before you go on with that, what was your favorite joke? It's probably easy because it's probably my favorite joke. Well, it was one of the longer ones, but it was also the funnier ones. Um it Paul. was the it was it was Paul's, yeah. Paul Powers. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna replay that. I'm gonna dig up the footage and I'm gonna replay it because it was a good one. And if people missed it, yeah, they should. And hopefully, hopefully the rebrand will bring in a few new people. Um, we did change the name. Yeah, we were trying to be too uh, deep. Too deep, yeah, maybe deep because we're at one point we were toying with, uh, you know, like a slogan for Len Thompson Lures being, you know, because we were trying to dig into what is our core purpose, what is our core, why do we exist. Why do we build what we build? Well, I, at the who core of it, I? yeah, who who am I as a business? And at the core of it, we're making products that help people make memories by catching the big fish or not even catching the big fish, just having a great day out in the water. And the made for memories was maybe going to be a slogan for us for a while. And maybe it's still, I don't know, we'll see. But it wasn't as a podcast search, it wasn't making a lot of sense so no uh, i don't think people were seeing it or understanding what we were going to talk about so the canadian fishing podcast is kind of boring but it's straightforward i don't think it's boring why is it boring what are we going to be talking about fishing in canada yeah that is what the reband brand is for oh and we have a better well maybe not better yeah we got a better uh intro song well our first intro i went on like one of those websites that you contract people that you don't know for fairly affordable to make an intro and so we sent off a little script and the dude has an amazing voice and he made this intro for us but um in one of our episodes we were chatting to our buddy andrew and we got a banjo performance Mm-hmm. And I had joked that I wanted him to do our intro if we ever rebranded. Yeah. So obviously back then I was already thinking about rebranding. I think I fell out of love of the name for pretty quickly. Anyways, regardless, uh, we used, I don't want to ruin the surprise. Should I play the intro for everybody? The big reveal. Sure. We should have had you do our intro. <laughs> that would have been fun. <laughs> this podcast goes on for a while. We rebrand. We're gonna commission you to to do the banjo. Spend more time in the outdoors, and you'll find that everything in life gets better. Yeah, I, I greatly enjoy. This is one of my funnest podcasts I've ever been part of. No more dreaming. No more wishing. Wave goodbye. Welcome to the Canadian Fishing Podcast, previously known as the Made for Memories Podcast, where we explore the sport and business of fishing in Canada and the memories made in the great outdoors.
Yeah, I mean good. the banjo. Well, the ba- yeah, the banjo just it just gets a gut. It just gets the gets the gets the blood flowing. Gets the it makes toes you feel tapping. It's what toes tapping. From? Um, huh? It's Will Ferrell. Yeah. And it's Napoleon Dynamite, whatever that actor's name is. And gets the people going. Gets the people going. Yeah. He's like walking yeah. on the treadmill. Yeah. Gets the people going. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, uh, and it's kind of a cool backstory behind that. I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, but we remind it now is, you know, we contracted Andrew, who's a sales rep in the industry to do a little mini project with us. And I said, how much do you want, want me to pay you? And he said, well, I, how about how about if you buy me a banjo? I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I kind of think I want to get into the banjo. And he 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 had not played a banjo before. So this this little theme that he just did, he's learned because of the banjo that Len Thompson Lures bought him as a as a uh as a fee for service. He wanted a banjo. It's the one and only is one and only banjo I've ever put on the corporate card so it was a double investment for len thompson really it really was yeah because he let us use the banjo and then obviously the the people speaking are our previous guests so we have um uh west david on there who said it was the funnest which sorry west that's not actually a word but i used it anyway oh that's okay Um, it is it was the funnest it was totally the funnest um and then we had derek from lloyd lake lodge with his poetry reading um yeah. and then what was the first one brad fenson brad fenson yes yeah. and i just love that that uh that quote i told him i think on the podcast i wanted to embroider it on a pillow because i do think yeah. I, everything gets better when you spend time outside fishing yeah. or otherwise i just it's so good for you so i had a weird thing happen uh i don't know my iphone maybe it had an update or something but now it's like pushing uh, you know, like the phone, um, the iPhone, you get those, like it does like little mini slideshows of you. Oh, like memories and stuff. Yeah, memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why, but I'm getting memories now. Like I, I go in there every so often as a memory. And there's one called the outdoors. So AI or whatever on the iPhone goes and picks out all the outdoors things or the outdoors pictures that I've had over the last four years. And I was looking at this, whatever, 30 second, one minute long slideshow with a little music in the background and i was like it was like it was actually because you and i don't go in the outdoors as much as we should or want to uh young families busy business in the summer whatever the reasons that i was actually feeling like an emotional uh like a dopamine hit like it's like looking at those pictures like oh yeah that was such a great day oh that was a good one oh yeah i remember that too and it was like spread out over four years and i really like yeah, it like being, yeah, well, not choked up, but like excited about it, right? The um, like lots of my pals golf and golfing is fine, sort of, I guess. I don't know. For I, others. I have my first, I have my first golf game in two weekends of the summer and my last golf game of the weekend of the summer. And I'm okay with that. Um, but you go to a golf course and yeah, they got their signature holes or, you might make a really good shot that you remember, you know, there's good camaraderie in golfing for sure. There's equal good camaraderie when you're fishing or spending time in the outdoors. And it feels more healing, like being in the outdoors rather than a 
walking on a really nice like manicured lawn and trimmed in proper trees and stuff like that and then getting frustrated because you just biffed a ball or whatever i don't know for me it, it it for me and probably lots of our listeners being outside really brings out the best in your whatever your Yourself. your aura your aura well, and for some people that's that is golf some people prefer the more manicured outdoors you know yeah like not to pick on rachel i love you rachel but your wife is one of them yeah she likes golf way more because there's less bugs on the golf course you know different strokes for different folks but yeah. you know i did um i don't think it's been released yet but uh there's a journalist a freelance journalist named tim fowler he also has a podcast. It's on more on the hunting side of things. Um, but he asked if I, yeah, would... I know. Yeah, yeah. So he asked if I would be a guest on his podcast and, and talking about my new book, the outside oh. book. Um, and we were just talking about getting kids involved in the outdoors. But one of the, the points that we discussed was being outdoorsy means different things to different people. Where I'm going with that is that you don't have to be super hardcore to consider yourself an outdoorsman you know what i mean by that you don't need to like tent you don't need to go on 20 mile hikes you don't need to do any of those things you just need to get outside and enjoy the outdoors i'm assuming most areas have across the country this is maybe a privileged assumption because i'm not sure but in central alberta we have like three or four quote-unquote nature hikes that are very accessible you got jj collette you mm. got um the uh, uh, the Nova f- five kilometer path hike thing oh, out there. Yeah, yeah, oh, by the plant. yeah, yeah oh, by the plant. Yeah, that's actually really nice too. But uh, you still are surrounded by nature in nature's element, as opposed to a golf course where you're surrounded by nature that has been. I get you it. Know, you don't like golf. Sorry, you know, I just it's like as pure of an experience. Yeah. Tell me, Rachel. I, this about... is a funny. We're picking on Rachel again. Oh, okay. Maybe you know I, I'm pretty excited about the fact that I didn't golf. One of the reasons why I didn't golf this summer and I did actually go fishing a couple more times is because Rachel actually ran over, accidentally ran over my driver. <laughs> just your driver? <laughs> yeah. Just well. Yeah. It's, I think the, the my my golf bag fell over. Okay. And then it must have kicked the driver out, and then she ran over just the driver part instead of the whole golf bag, which is really good. Love you, Rachel. I love you too, honey. She's she's uh, not gonna listen to it anyways. Maybe she will now that we've rebranded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We 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 both give our spouses uh, a bit of grief because neither of them listened to our podcast and was demoralizing for us. So yeah. Um, I don't know what else were we gonna talk about. Oh, what did you... I was, was going to ask you about your trip to the Ram, which was only like right. So yeah, a week and a half ago. Speaking yeah. about like pure outdoors, your outdoors, yeah. So it's funny. We um, I've got a good friend Jeremy Yablonski who's got a a family cabin out by Nordeg, and. We probably four years ago, like it was just before COVID and we went out and we had a day 
you know, trip out and we did the Forester Trunk Road, which is on the kind of the edge of the Rocky Mountains, out, uh, Rocky Mountains uh, with a bunch of little trout rivers. And then we did a, a, a South Ram fishing looking for cutthroats. If you don't know uh, the Ram River, it's like a very unique setting, I guess. Uh, it's deep valleys. Um, it's really nice. It's deep valleys. And then like the, the, it's like a black shale on the side of the, on the side of the, of the embankments. So it's just, it's a really neat uh, fishery, really neat part of the world. And that day, four years ago, was just like one of the best fishing days ever. It was just fantastic day. And then COVID happened. And then Jeremy uh, broke his ankle or knee or something. And so he was out for like a full season and a half. And then all of a sudden, four years later, we're like, well, well can we do that again? We haven't done it for four years. He's like, yeah, it hasn't been four years. And then it's been four years. So we did it again. Uh, we went with a couple extra folks. We went with uh, uh, my uh, bestie Mitch and his uh, stepson, Brennan, who is like, honestly, one of the best anglers I know. He's 13 years old. He outfishes everybody by a lot. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was another great day. We, we went to one Creek, uh, Honey Hole Creek, we call it. We don't know the name of the, of the, uh, the actual Creek, but there's one hole where, you know, the guys who were fly fishing must've caught, I don't know, 15 fish. And there was another hole where you could go up and look down and there was probably another 25 cutthroat in this one hole. It wasn't very you deep. could see them. Yeah, it was the really cool. Was they were cool. just not in the mood to bite at that hole. But anyways, um, and then we went to the Ram and I was having a poor day on spoons. Spoons were not working very well. Happens. Yeah. Uh, the fly guys were doing okay. And uh, Brenny caught a really nice 18 inch ish cutthroat. Like really, that's a big cutthroat. On the fly? Yep. And helped him reel it in. And I said, give me that freaking fly rod. And I, I must have cast like four casts maybe. And yeah, I caught, I caught an 18-inch cutthroat too. <laughs> uh, anyway, it was a fun day. Didn't catch a ton of fish, but it was good company. Uh, we overnighted uh, a, a tented on, on public land. And yeah, it was just, it was a great, great, great Great, great day. Need to do that more than once a year for sure. Who do we know who's really big into fly fishing bef besides our father? Um, Jeremy Oblonsky. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have Brennan. Yeah. Brennan. Maybe we'll bring Brennan on the podcast because I uh, tried fly fishing for the first time this summer and don't tell anybody, but I think I'm in love. It was so much fun. Yeah, I mean, like I felt really good about myself when I got a good cast and I actually caught a couple of fish when the spoons weren't working and um then vice versa one time it wasn't working and I casted spoons and yeah caught the fish. I I just think it I'm I'm excited to hone that skill. And of course I'm discovering this in September. <laughs> just poor timing, but Yeah. Yeah, well. Luckily you got a pond just a few just a few hundred meters away huh just a few minutes from my house yeah exactly 
and there's a thousand brand new fishies in there, compliments of uh, the Alberta government. So, yeah, they just got stocked a week ago. That pond's been really busy since the, the dock's been installed. It's been really good. I, I see people fishing on the dock every time I go out there. So uh, for anybody who's not familiar with this, tell them a little bit about the dock. Well, we, <clears throat> the Lacombe Fishing Game manages the the pond on behalf of the uh, city of Lacombe. It's the city park. And the old dock that was there needed to go. It was sinking. It was old. It was 15, 20 years old. You had to uh, like hop about a meter to get over the water to get onto the dock yeah it was just not it was just it needed to go so we so we uh we got an interim dock which is still there actually uh and it's a great dock it's a floating dock it was a little bit bigger than the one we had it's a lot more stable it's it's a fantastic dock but we got that one in the interim last year and but one of the uh suggestions we had from a local accessibility organization is you guys should build a dock that allows for fully accessible fishing, wheelchairs, you know, whatever people with uh, like 90 year olds that maybe need uh, some, some walking assistance, whatever kids, toddlers, you know, if you have something it's much that... safer for kids now, just yeah. to have that bar there. Yeah. yeah. That so, extra sense of security for parents, for sure. Yeah, so we, we you know, this was a multi-year project. We ended up getting some grants from the Alberta government, the county of Lacombe, the city of Lacombe. Lacombe Fishing Game put a bunch of money in. Len Thompson put a bunch of money in. Primarily came from uh, our royalties from the, uh, the, the Five of Diamonds Pilsner. And Team Jigger put some money in. And, uh, and then the contractors did a fantastic job, and lots of them put in some extra... Uh, in kind dollars and anyways we had this we have this 100 foot by 100 foot uh semicircle dock now and uh yeah it's just a huge like it's if you see it you know check it out lacombe fishing game website or it's on our social media probably do and it's just a really cool addition to what is already a, a cool pond um but uh it's gotten a lot of because of that, you know, we get lots of people that uh, that come far and wide to visit. We had a TV show come through two weeks ago. We did have a TV show come through a couple weeks ago. And, like, not just, like, like a legit TV show. Yeah. With hosts well, and a makeup person. Yeah, there was nine. They had the, the, there's two actors that had a, they had a driver and, like, a makeup person and, like, two A director. Cameras. A, a real director, director. A producer. yeah, a real director, a real producer. You got to do the, the. Oh, I got to do the snappy thing. I forget yeah. what it's called already. Yeah, I somehow got action. out of being on camera, yeah. but I got to do the snappy things. So that was cool. Yeah. yeah, and there's a producer and a couple. Of, there was like nine or ten people. So, you oh. know, sometimes I don't realize or don't think about how cool some of the experiences that we've had like like how people how was your summer oh yeah it's fine we actually did some really cool stuff this summer yeah it was cool it was a good summer but anyways and the weather was good and business was decent it 
because the weather was good probably the weather yeah the weather the good weather across the country really helped with business because it was looking a little ugly at the beginning of the year but it turned out okay so changing gears a little bit yep what is your hope for the canadian fishing podcast going forward and let's let's end on that note well uh my first hope is that the producer of the canadian fishing podcast gets uh into a little better routine lining up guests and making sure that we're doing it every two to three weeks producer yeah i'm looking yeah exactly <laughs> I'm just, the, I'm just i'm just the talent i'm just the one that gets called pretty in. face yeah i'm the talent so i need that's my one hope is that we get a little bit more consistent perhaps noted your feedback has been noted okay uh and then i really would like to see a little more of a pan canadian uh aspect like you know Let's talk about somebody who, you know, is fished up in the north a whole bunch, like northern adventures, or let's talk about uh, you know, a tuna, let's get a tuna fisherman on here, like like tuna anglers. Like let's get you seem some... really, really excited about this whole tuna thing. Cause this is the second time you brought it up. Well, there's something kind of neat about hauling in a thousand pound fish on a rod and reel. Yeah, I'll try to find a tuna person. Yeah. Okay, your producer's on it. I'm writing it down right now. Yeah. Tuna. tuna. You got a guy? I got a tuna guy. Well, if you got a tuna guy, then let us know. Maybe maybe we can take some, some uh, maybe we can do a little bit more from what our guests want to hear or our, our listeners want to hear. Maybe our- so listeners, yes. are you listening listeners? If you have an idea for the podcast, you email us or go on our social media at Fishland Thompson. Instagram or Facebook, you send us a message and you tell us what you want to hear next. Yeah. Agreed. And, uh, you know, I think if we could do those two things and keep going, uh, I'm actually having a lot more fun with it than I thought I was. I knew it would be fun. I knew that you would enjoy it once we got into it, but yes, I agree. Our consistency has been poor. Yeah. But we're just doing our best. Yeah, there's a lot of things pulling us, but that which gets focused on gets done, Jessica. Is that a um, Brad quote or is that that's actually Richard, somebody? That's actually Richard Pallister quote. Oh, that's a dad quote. Yeah, and he probably stole it from somebody, but. That on which yeah. gets focused on gets done. Yes. All right. Well, not only did you get a fishing podcast today listeners you got a motivational boost for your day-to-day adventures yeah you're welcome so uh i don't know do you have any thoughts on what you want to see on the new show then we'll wrap this up um i kind of hope that andrew is gonna do like a whole series of banjo for us Oh, like do a new banjo every like couple of days, a couple episodes or something? Well, I think that might be a little bit hopeful, but I I hadn't listened to the intro since I made it a few weeks ago and it got me all pumped up. I think you're right. There's something about the banjo that gets the 
the gets the people going. going. I don't know. I just I think we should just keep having fun with it and see what happens. Yeah. Which is kind of what we were doing before, but we've learned some things since then. And hopefully we'll just spread our reach a little bit and um whatever. It'll be fine. Right. Good. So go with the flow. Dear listeners, welcome to episode one of the Canadian Fishing Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our little explanation of Diddy, Diddy our little explanation Diddy. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll look at getting some guests lined up and a little more. And the producer will do a much better job of getting. And my some... talent will work on being more enthusiastic. Yes. And his journey. My enthusiasm journey? Your enthusiasm journey, maybe. I was trying to think of a better word for it, but I think enthusiasm journey is fine. Maybe Perfect. that should be your word of the year. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Yeah. You know how people pick a word that yeah. they focus on? That which gets focused on gets done. Focus enthusiasm. on your enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. And mine needs to be consistency. Yeah. At least in the podcasting world. I don't think consistency hurts anywhere in your life. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Until next time, listeners. Happy fishing. Cool. Uh, last, uh, last thing. We asked yeah. you to prepare a fishing joke. Okay. I forgot about that. I remember that. Okay, so I'm ready. So a lady decides that she's going to buy her husband a really special gift for their 20th anniversary. Money's no object. He's a fish nut just like me. So they go into the tack. She goes into the tackle store and walks in. Bell rings as she walks in the door, old style fishing store. And there's a gentleman behind the counter wearing dark glasses, and he's obviously blind. And she says to him, oh, I'll come back another time when there's someone. He says, lady, listen, I own it. I'm the only one here. I've been here for 30 years. I can help you even though I can't see. She goes, okay, that's great. What do you need? He says, well, my husband, he's, he's a troller and he likes fishing on Lake Erie and money's no object. It's our anniversary and I don't mind. So he said, he opens the counter, reaches his hand in. He says, I recommend the Shimano 600 Dakota with the line counter. This is the best reel in the business for that. She goes, okay, I'll take it. She says, how about a rod? Do you need a rod? She goes, yeah, what do you think? He says, I recommend the seven-foot, one-piece Shimano Talora. It matches with this perfect. He puts it all together, hands it to her, and she's impressed. She's like, wow, this guy's on, on point. How much? She says, it'll be $400 tax in, and I will put free fishing line on it for you. Well, that's a good deal. She was expecting to spend way more than that. So he rigs up the machine, starts putting the line on. And she goes for a wander around the store. Well, she gets to the back of the store in the very furthest corner, and she's overcome with stomach cramps, and she has to pass gas. So she lets out this little fart at the very back of the store and looks up, and he's still putting the line on, and she's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. So he yells to her that it's done, comes up to the front, 
gets out the $400 and he says, it'll be $430. She says, you told me 400. He goes, yeah, 400 for the rod and reel, 15 for the duck call and 15 for the fish scent. I do. You did really good, especially because you customized that with some sponsor. Products. Did you see how I did that? <laughs> yeah, that just came to me on the fly. 